0: Original 16 gives you the chance to win one of three Calgary Flames fan experiences. Details in the new limited edition 15 packs of Canadian Pale Ale. Original 16, official beer sponsor of the Calgary Flames. Must be of legal drinking age, no purchase necessary.
1: TV live The post-game show brought to you by Original 16. Brendan Parker alongside Ryan Dietrich. Tonight on this Tuesday night, it was the Vancouver, or it should say the Minnesota Wild, the Calgary Flames. Vancouver was out last game. Um, and, uh, you know, a similar result, though, here tonight as uh, the Wild come in and uh, are victorious on the road. That makes it uh, four consecutive now for the Minnesota Wild as the Flames drop their second straight here on this six-game homestand. But uh, let's get into this game here tonight. And, yep. uh, you know, I think one of the common themes we've been hearing over the last maybe a week or so, probably a little bit more, uh, kind of hidden though in, uh, in a few comeback wins has been starts and once again it kind of plagued them here again tonight.
2: Yeah, absolutely. There's not a lot of ways we can dress this one up you spend the last few days as you mentioned talking about the need for a quick start get back to that pace that they've been known for as they slowly start to turn their season around but before you know it 126 into the game you find yourself down one nothing against a team that's playing pretty red hot right now after the firing of their head coach and get that little bit of an emotional bump so uh, tough to fight back and again there were points in the game this is the part that sort of confused me where the Flames were able to wrestle some of the momentum back. They got it to 3-1 at one point. They made it 4-2. But every time they were able to get the offense going, which on this night, you know, was sparingly, um, Minnesota was able to sort of grab it right back. So a lot of that sustained pressure that the Flames have been able to do over this last week, especially early on in the homestand, just wasn't there tonight, and they couldn't keep it going throughout the 60 minutes.
1: Yeah, at full marks to the Minnesota Wild, too, um, as you talked about. and Obviously, they get the start, and then sure. we're able to sort of manage the ebbs and flows and the pushback of the Calgary Flames throughout the course of this hockey game. Uh, before we get some reaction inside the Flames room, let's uh, take you through the game and show you how it all went down here tonight in a look at our highlights. And we'll start back in the first period. And uh, as we discussed, not the start you're looking for. The ice is still fresh and a buck 26 in. A goal that uh, wasn't called that on the ice. Uh, Marcus Fellino looked like he might have thought that might have gone in, but uh, it took about 45 seconds for them to flag this one down. Yeah, and you can see, it.
2: first of all, that's an excellent move and it's a great, great shot up. by Foligno, but that really starts in the neutral zone for the Flames. You've got to get that puck deep in that situation, especially against a team that thrives in transition. Um, but that is a highly skilled play. I thought the Flames defended it reasonably well after that point, but uh, full marks to Foligno though for uh, making a nice move.
1: Yeah and then of course the uh, the buzzer goes and as soon as you hear that sound as uh, the middle of play continues you know that the indication is that that puck goes in the back of the net so one nothing Minnesota there and then uh, this is the start uh, to the second period which was much the same as the first one and it begins... Uh, just a few seconds in, 45, Kuro Caprizo.
2: Absolutely, and this is where we saw Minnesota generate a lot of their offense. Great play by Zuccarello, just kind of slows the pace down and draws some of the defenders over to the wide side. That creates a hole in the middle of the ice, and as we're going to see throughout this pack, Minnesota able to generate, penetrate that middle and create some of the you know the initial shots, even though they may not have gone in the first time. What you're doing is you're creating some havoc around the blue paint. Goals for Caprizo, he scored some beauties in his career,
1: but that one doesn't get much easier. look looked like he said thank you after that because you're not going to score one uh, very uh, very much easier than that one. But uh, this one was uh, just shortly thereafter. So two goals in the first 90 seconds of the second period. Kind of a rolling puck that knuckles up, but uh, Matt Boldy deposited.
2: Yeah, again, attacking the middle of the ice. You said it there, in that situation... you. You, you probably would like a save from your goaltender, but the puck does flip up. That kind of allows Boldy to almost whip it across the body and send it to the opposite side. As you said, as we were watching, it almost creates kind of that Michigan effect where it's very difficult for the goalie to pick up, and it certainly was there for Bullard
1: puck doesn't come off the stick like it normally would, but 3 uh, nothing Minnesota at that point uh, Dan Bullard His night was over. Dustin Wolf comes in, and then maybe a little bit of a spark, uh, the message received, and uh, the point shot there from Mackenzie Wieger is deflected in the high slot by Michael Backlund. Yeah,
2: you said it, who else? Mackenzie Wieger, red hot right now. And, and this is a play, by the way, the Flames work on every single day at practice, every morning skate. The D, pulling pucks off the wall, bringing it to the middle, and then getting it on net. That's what Mackenzie does. has been doing so well over this last little stretch. He does it there, but a heck of a tip from Michael Backlund in the high slot.
1: Sure was, and for Weigar that uh, is now a four game point streak. More importantly, it gets them some life, but that life was quickly sucked out right here on the power play as Minnesota converts. They were dangerous on the one earlier in the period, and that is a thing of beauty in the high slot.
2: Kaprizov returning the favor in this case. That, I mean, we're watching this happen in real time. This pass is something to one time it, to one touch it, especially a rolling puck, and tickle the rafters in the process while you're doing it. That is a highly skilled play and very difficult to defend.
1: So Boldy's got himself a nice little night, a pair of goals, and a 4-1 lead. And then uh, we skip ahead to the third period. The Flames try to claw back once again. I thought, you know, maybe their best start to a period started to get some pressure, some opportunities. This was Connor Zary on the redirect. Ilya Solovyov gets his first NHL point.
2: You love to see this from Solovyov too. A, a, a young defenseman, kind of just cutting his teeth in the NHL, but attacking. Again, bringing pucks to the middle of the ice, but you'd love to see that. A guy that's not necessarily known for the offense, finding a way to contribute.
1: Yeah, nice little full move, uh, gets it through on the back end, and it was a 4-2 game, but once again, Minnesota, as you discussed right off the top, always seem to have an answer. This one comes courtesy of the forecheck and eventually scored by Jules Eriksson. Obviously uh, a tough, um, you
2: know, I called it a turnover initially, but that's a great play by Johansen to hunt it down. I think what impressed me from Minnesota's point of view here, they're up two in a game like this. They're still sending two on the forecheck and working to get it back. They weren't sitting back in any way, they were pressing, and that's what made a comeback for the Flames this time so difficult because they just couldn't get through the wall and it continued straight through the night.
1: Yeah, it did. And, um, you know, as we said, full credit, I mean, uh, Dean Everson let go uh, earlier, I think November the 27th, uh, John Hines comes in. Now they've won four straight games and you kind of knew that, uh, you know, this is a team that's playing a lot better in terms of, you know, overall. And and I think Ryan Huska said it this morning, playing more like the team that we saw last year. Uh, which is a playoff team, and yet kind of expect that here tonight. Oh,
2: 100%. And and prior to tonight, they'd only given up, I think it was three goals combined in the three games under John Hines, too. So we're talking about identity. That's exactly who the Minnesota Wild want to be in that tight
1: central division. Yeah, no question. And tonight it's uh, two goals against, and they get 5-4, including a big night from Matt Boldy, who finishes with a pair of goals and an assist. Let's get some reaction inside the Flames locker room here from one of the veterans on this team, and that's uh, Blake Coleman
3: maybe in a, in a
1: different way because it, it has been a theme, like you've said.
4: Well, it's just on everybody in this room. Um, you know, whatever it is, the preparation, uh, um, it's just it's not there from the from the drop. And you know, even games where we are, you know, energy-wise, are good. We're we're making mistakes that are in the back of the back of the net, and um, you know, it's hard to chase games. And you know, just it was a little flat um, all around today.
2: Is it more of a focus thing? Is it an execution thing? How do you explain that?
4: The starts, or just the game in general today? The starts. Um, I can't, you know, I can't speak for everybody. I know that, um, you know, for me, I'm going to look in the mirror and, and find out what I've been doing and, and change some things up and see if I can find something that works a little bit better to have a better start. Um, whether it's just finding ways to get energized before a game, the, you know, what kind of warm up you do. Um, you know, each guy's got to take it upon themselves to find what works for them, and and uh, be ready from the get-go. Um, you know, I like to you like to think you're preparing the right way, but um, you can always find ways to be better, and um, and I'll do that, and I, I think everybody else in this room will as well. Am I
0: want to say that that's the type of thing that's that's frustrating, but also sort of hard to hard to figure out because obviously you, know, you, know, you guys know you need to be on from you know, from second one, and it's just not happening, so it's like figuring
4: out why it just sounds like that's not the time. yeah like I said I don't, I don't have uh, an exact answer it's not an exact science otherwise we'd have fixed it by now but uh, you know in my opinion it's if each guy takes it on themselves to be a little bit better early on and a little more jump a little more whether you got to be you know throwing hits a little earlier into the game or find a way to get your body into it um, you know every guy's got to take it upon themselves to find a way to, to get engaged in the game quicker and and not have to uh try to fight back in the games.
2: Did you feel like with Dustin coming in or with AJ scrap that you guys got a bit of a boost of energy in that second or no?
4: Yeah, I mean it's obviously Greerzy it's a big big scrap for him to step up, fight a fight a tough guy for us and um, you know, put some life in the building when we need it and into our team and um, you know, we got the one goal and, and then unfortunately just uh like I said, we just dug too big of a hole and um you know obviously it's never a good sign when you're when you're swapping your goalies out and uh, it's completely on us you know vladi was left out to dry early in the game and um you know we should we shouldn't have seen wolfie in this game um but with that said obviously uh you know he came in and gave us a little bit of life and a little jump and we just weren't able to sustain it
0: what would you make of the welcome that the crowd gave him i mean he's a very popular guy you know he's only played two games before this
4: yeah well like i said it's um you don't want to put a guy in that situation you don't want to make a goalie come in Cold as a backup uh, in a game, it's not that I'm sure he prepared the right way. You know, he's, he's a pro and he's a really good goaltender, but, uh, you know, really it's on us as, as uh, forwards and defensemen uh, never to put our goalies in that situation. And unfortunately, that's, that's how it was to me.
1: Cool.
4: I always appreciate hearing from uh,
1: Blake Coleman, obviously one of the veterans, one of the leaders in that locker room, but always has uh, more impl- importantly, some good, Perspective on things Uh, anything jump out at you there in terms of what we heard.
2: I mean just what you said there He's a total pro. So, you know never a guy to point fingers I think you know, it always impresses you when a guy like Blake Coleman stands up there and says You know we as a team need to look in the mirror But I need to look myself in the mirror too and figure out what I need to do to better prepare myself for the next game so um, That's the he's right I mean that's what every guy in that locker room needs to do because that's how you're gonna get the buy-in and a better uh, You know, hopefully a better start and then a better result on Thursday.
1: Uh, goaltending, Obviously, that's a big part of the story uh, coming into this hockey game in that uh, Jacob Markstrom gets injured in practice yesterday yeah. and uh, is out week to week with uh, the fractured finger, but no surgery required. So there is some good news in that it's maybe not as serious as it first looked yeah. at first. And um, as Ryan Huske said uh, this morning, it, we wanted to go right away. Um, so it could be a week, it could be a week or two. Um, regardless, Dan Valar gets to start here tonight. Obviously not the outing he was looking for in terms of the result. He uh, exits this game early in the second period, but as we talked about just the timing of it, two goals and 90 seconds to start the second period, maybe more of a, of a momentum shift at that point as well.
2: Yeah, definitely, and and we were kind of wondering in that situation too, was was the pull being made because of performance-related you know, related reasons, or did the team need a spark? And in this case, it was probably a little bit of both, but the fact is, Vladar made some incredible 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 saves especially early on in that game because we talked about how that tough start could have been much worse for this team because they just didn't have their legs off the hop so um you know for him you you understand there's got to be a lot of frustration there because especially with a guy like jacob markstrom currently on the shelf this is a tremendous opportunity for him and he knows he's got the ahl's reigning mvp the best player probably outside of the nhl right now for lack of a better term breathing down his neck i mean that's the job he wants so a lot of pressure to go out and perform well but i thought he was up for the challenge played well um it was the team in front of him that was probably more of the issue here tonight
1: yeah and uh just to your point early in that first period uh you know one nothing obviously happens less than 90 seconds in but shots in that first are 13 to 5 and he made some 10 bellers right from the slot as that first period went along to keep it one nothing um let's talk about dustin wolf because obviously he gets in here and um you know, I think in the end, it's probably a moot point because of the way you played earlier in the game and what Minnesota did on their own uh, regard. But, you know, this is a big opportunity for him in that it's a second recall and second appearance of the season. What about managing sort of an early look and maybe a start to come? Some big saves. I mean, we saw these are high-quality chances that he was facing, a couple of breakaways,
2: a couple of two-on-ones leading to some breakdowns as well. But... You know, I don't think you were ever hoping for a situation to play out quite like this. But for Dustin Wolf to come up for a second recall of the year, not a ton of pressure, you wouldn't think, being in a 3 nothing game. Um, you're hoping that he was able to come in and feel a bit loose. Yeah. Obviously, we just saw the stop there on the breakaway. I mean, that's a confident-looking save. This is a guy that is trained for these moments. And to come in and maybe have some of that pressure just, you know, pulled back a little bit, maybe yeah. allowed him to settle in. Only he can answer that, but it was a good showing, tough break obviously on the last goal tonight, but I think overall he can sleep well knowing that his second uh, game, NHL game of the season was a good one for him.
1: Yeah, at that point just trying to limit the damage for sure and um, you know, did a pretty good job of that throughout most of it, obviously that late goal uh, gets a little yeah. bit of traffic in his face as well. Um, all right, let's go back inside the locker room. Let's hear from uh, the captain of the Calgary Flames, here's
5: Michael Backlund. Michael, we've been
2: talking about the starts for this team and the other night that got to a great start. What have you guys kind of chalk that up to the last couple of years?
5: Yeah, um, today was even worse. Uh, really slow start, um, and we knew going into the game they were, they're a good first period team. And um, yeah, we uh, you know we dressed it after the game, and we'll come ready next game.
2: Is it a focus thing? Is it an execution thing? Which of the two, or is it something else?
5: Well, I think it's a little bit of everything. Um, and today too, I felt like they were more, uh, you know, emotionally. Uh, and it's in the first uh, coming hard and we did in one more battles. And uh, it's not good enough and not acceptable. So, uh, you know, we talked about it and we'll be better next game.
0: Does it worry you at all that you guys have talked about it already? And it, it, as you said, it might have been worse
5: tonight. Uh, no, it doesn't worry me. Uh, you know, we we know we can be better. And, uh, you know, this is the worst start in a long time. And uh, hopefully the worst that we'll see for a while, and uh, we, we all know it, so um, like I said, it's been discussed, and now we're looking forward to the next game, and we'll, uh, um, we know we've got to come out a lot harder and be, have a really good first period.
3: How did the, how did the forwards, maybe, everyone manage the puck better? It did seem like there were a lot of giveaways, and not odd man rushes going the other way, that do you have to rectify in that
5: regard. Yeah, um, that's something we talked about after first, it uh, wasn't good enough, and um, yeah, uh, comes down to all the talk, things we talked about before a bit also frustrating that you, know, you lose your number
4: one goalie? That could be quite a rallying and cry, and then I'm
5: over the Yeah, I mean, I thought Vladi and Wolfie did their best today. It's not on them. Uh, it was a team effort uh, for us players that we didn't, we weren't good enough. Vladi played really well for us in the first. So uh, if it wasn't for him, it would have been more goals against.
2: Okay, thanks, Bax. Thank you. Yeah.
1: All right, some quick thoughts there from uh, the captain, Michael Backlund. And uh, just as we kind of threw it into the locker room, kind of hear uh, exactly what Backlund says about uh, the goaltending as well. Um, Starts, I mean, that's going to be the conversation, the topic this year for a couple more days, it looks like.
2: Yeah, unfortunately. We were sort of joking about how that has been the topic uh, yesterday at practice. Um, to Backlund's point about that being a tough start, he said this needs to be the worst one that they see all season. So this has to be fixed in a hurry. Uh, you got another good team, Carolina Hurricanes, coming in on Thursday, and then another good team at the New Jersey Devils. So you do have an opportunity here at home especially to get your crowd into the game, and that's what's been missing from this homestand to a point. There's great fans in this barn when they get going. Gives this team a lift. They've talked about that more than one occasion. If they can get off to a good start on the next one, get this building rowdy again because we know it has the ability to. I think that'll serve this team pretty well.
1: Yeah, I think he uh, he put it best there. We uh, we talked about it. Now we deal with it. So uh, yeah. let's go back inside the room. Let's hear from uh, Nazem Kadri and an assist on the Flames' second goal here tonight. We
3: have talked a lot about the starts and two periods where we allow opening goals early on. <coughs> what does the team have to do to change
6: that uh, trend? Yeah, I don't know. Of course, something a little bit different. I mean, of course, we want to uh, be ahead of games and, you know, establish, uh, you know, a good first period. You know, we kind of sucked in the first period today, but, um, you know, we're going to have to make some adjustments and uh, figure it out.
4: you ever been on a team that's had this many games where you... Giving up the first goal I and mean, in 20 21 games you trailed as well. Like yeah. This is an honor in the first game. period, or is that all game? Throughout the whole game.
6: Throughout the whole game. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. It's tough maintaining a lead in this league, and uh, you know, something that you know is uh, you don't take for granted for sure. Of course, that's ideal to hop out to a to a lead and um, you know try to protect that lead. But of, of course, there's a lot of good teams, and of course, we got to try to do something different. I mean, it's a good sign that we're comfortable playing from behind. Um, Which is really good, but uh, you know, got to find a way to score first.
3: What can those different things be?
6: Uh, I don't know. Just try to maybe simplify a little early. It's hard to figure out the recipe. I think uh, you know, some early shots uh, creates a, a bit of a scramble, and just try to find a way to get the crowd in it early.
0: Can the physicality
6: of a
2: guy like A.J. showed be a way to get hmm. you guys into games I really like that? I'm not saying the fight necessarily, yeah. but that physicality be a way to get into games? Of course,
6: I think so. I mean, that's a certain way to engage for sure and get yourself into it. Um, you know, it was a great, great fight by A.J., you know, stepping in there and, and you know, realizing that we needed a spark, and uh, that takes guts. So, uh, you know, good on him. It's a good scrap, but uh, collectively as a team, you know, we'll, we've got to start better. Is it is it
3: tougher maybe to get emotionally <clears throat> engaged on, you know, like a Tuesday night versus an yeah. American opponent versus, say, a Saturday night versus a Canadian opponent? Like, how do you manufacture that same energy?
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, you know, it can be difficult, but, you know, that's that's our jobs. That's, you know, we got to uh, be professionals in here and, and understand that uh doesn't matter who who comes in. I mean, that's... What great teams do, great teams that I've been a part of is, uh, you know, they show up every single night uh, with the same game plan, and they execute at the same level, whether it's a Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, whatever it is, and, uh, you know, clearly we we, we got to do a, a better job at that.
0: Original 16 gives you the chance to win one of three Calgary Flames fan experiences. Details in the new limited edition 15 packs of Canadian Pale Ale. Original 16, official beer sponsor of the Calgary Flames. Must be legal drinking age, no purchase necessary.
1: All right, welcome back inside Flames TV Live, the post-game show brought to you by Original 16. Working our way to uh, the end of the show here tonight, and uh, now an opportunity to hear from the head coach, Ryan Huskett, just stepping up to the podium. Now, let's get his reaction following a 5-2 loss tonight at the hands of the Minnesota Wild.
3: I mean, Ryan, we've talked a lot about the starts and other couple of periods where you allow opening goals early on. What do you see on What you really have to rectify here?
0: With the start? Yeah, yeah. Starts are preparation and focus that's it making sure you're ready to play so if we miss something we'll uh um, you know we'll talk with the players about it if it's coming from our side of things but um it's preparation and focus really at the end of the day
3: have you seen that that level of preparation and focus that that you would want out of this group of late or
0: um when you know when we have them during the day I feel like tonight they were ready to play so i mean they obviously weren't When when we talked to them, they talked about sort of, you know, just being ready to throw the hits early, skate hard. Is there there any part of you that actually thinks it might be the other and play conservative to start just to build into the game at all? To play conservative? Yeah, and to sort of prevent that early goal from being scored? No. No.
3: In your mind, what was the the difference between the two teams tonight?
0: Um, They were competitive. uh, And in the first period, our most physical player was probably our goaltender
2: to get dusted in there? Was that to spark your team and try to get them
0: going? The same? Yeah, I mean, Vladi kept us in the game in the first period, really, and they scored two quick goals in the second period, so it's just something to, to try to to move things around a little bit. Yeah. What would you make of that ovation? That And, again, it's not a reflection on Vladar. Yeah. It's just a reflection on what they think of Dustin Wolf. Would, yeah. you, would you make of that? You heard I'm um, Sure, yeah. I mean, he's uh, he's been a talking point for a couple of years now, so... Um, people want to see him play really is what it comes down to so unfortunately it was in a game where we didn't anticipate him playing but that's kind of what it comes down to.
3: What do you say to, uh, to Dan
0: after you, you pull him like did you, did you get a chance to chat with him? No I, I haven't you? spoken with him no. yet no. Does this change your goalie rotation or thought process moving forward? Uh, not particularly no I mean it's something that we'll touch on again tomorrow and when we'll have conversations about it but I don't I don't think it does no. you
2: a couple new faces in there and Ilya and Dustin or excuse me Walker time yeah. did you get the Mark, you're hoping for those guys in the lineup? Not,
0: not particularly. I would say, you know, i, I a young guy coming in um, in solo. You know, it was. I felt it was a bit of a challenge for him tonight, for sure. Um, Walker tried. You can see he was really trying to have impact in the game, yeah, but
3: what, what changes? Did you maybe you want to see in the neutral zone. It, it maybe looked a little disjointed at times. So with that.
0: the puck or without?
3: Both. I mean, with
0: the puck. Let's start with that. Um, we. Uh, with the puck, it was just you're making plays that feed their transition a lot of times. So the speed that we had and the connection that we had coming through the neutral zone wasn't wasn't good enough. So the support wasn't there, and the pace of our play through the neutral zone wasn't good enough. And
3: with uh, with Dylan moving up to the second line, did you feel like he gave you uh, something different there? Mm,
0: uh, you know, I, I don't I don't think it was one of Dylan's better games for sure, but I can't really say that about too many of our guys tonight. Okay, thanks, guys.
1: Always appreciate the uh, the insight from head coach uh, Ryan Huska on what he saw here tonight, and uh, and kind of summed it up pretty nicely there in terms of uh, the final final thought. Uh, obviously, when you lose five two and you're not able to generate much throughout uh, throughout better parts of this game, you uh, you'd love to see a little more from your group. Yeah, you would. And yeah.
2: uh, I thought his answers were succinct because I think that's the type of answer that was deserving on a night like this. Um, yeah scathing reviews from the way they started the game but also who was performing and who wasn't especially in that first
1: period uh, all right well we're talking about goalies and uh, you know obviously that is uh, a part of tonight and has been throughout the day uh, so probably fitting that uh, we also got a chance to celebrate uh, the hockey hall of famer the uh, newly minted hockey hall of famer Mike Vernon here tonight uh, obviously, his official induction into the Hockey Hall of Fame happened in Toronto back on November the 12th. But uh, tonight, an opportunity to celebrate in Calgary. He's got the jacket, he's got the ring on, and uh, and he's got a big smile to go along with it. So this was prior to the game, obviously, the ceremonial puck drop, Jared Spurgeon and Michael Backlund. Uh, outstanding. And then shortly after he leaves the red carpet, uh, this was the scene behind the scene. And uh, marc Andre Fleury, a longtime goaltender in the National Hockey League, obviously one of the greats, active in the game, uh, having a laugh, sharing. A, you know, he wanted to say congratulations to Vernie. Uh, Vernie gave one right back, and uh, just listening to two goaltending greats chatted out and uh, and talk before the game, I thought that was a, a real special moment to be privy to. That you were here, yeah, as well. you just
2: said it behind the scenes. That's literally our view. So that was a little little yep. phone picture we were able to snap. I mean, that was incredible. I don't know if. Uh, Look, we've both been doing this a long time. That was one of the coolest things I've ever been a part of. We got a couple of legends, one that's in the Hockey Hall of Fame and one that may eventually be getting there, according to to the current Hockey Hall of Famer. So uh, it was interesting. The game was kind of just getting started, and, and he's just uh, showering praise on him, asking about the family, like just regular conversations. But, uh, you know, really interesting to see the, the mutual respect, as you said, the, the goalie fraternity. It runs deep in this league.
1: It, Vernie always talks about it. The goalie fraternity is, uh, is deep, and uh, the two had never met before. I asked him that, and uh, that was the first time. Obviously, he's followed, Vernon's followed Marc-Andre Fleury's uh, career and watched it closely, but that's the first time they've ever had the chance to speak, and it's like, like they were two lost yeah. pals there talking it out before the game. And also, um, you know, the, we should mention the last line that Vernon uh, that oh. delivered to him just before Fleury went back to, to the bench and watched the game. He, he said, congrats on everything. I'll see you in the hall. And, uh, and I thought that's he, pretty, he will. <laughs> pretty glowing review. I mean, you can look at it. I mean, he's number, you know, I think number four in games played, minutes played, um, number three, I think, all time in, in wins Uh, Behind a couple of guys who know a thing or two about winning, and 100% Martin Brodeur and Patrick Waugh. So, yeah, it's only three away
2: away from tying Patrick Waugh, too. So, this is like right around the corner at this point. It's pretty impressive.
1: 995 career games played. Obviously, we didn't get a chance to see him here tonight, but uh, Flames will see him in just over a week's time in Minnesota. So, maybe that'll be another one. But, you know, he's closing in on on, on 1,000 games played, which he would be, I think, the fourth goaltender ever to hit that milestone so he is you know he's in another class uh is Mark andre Fleury
2: he is and I, I believe I, I'd have to check I think he's 39 years old 39 still yep, going is, yep. so a funny conversation because uh Fleury asked him how old were you when finish, you stopped yeah. and he said 38, 38 so he's like well okay you know I've got a good thing going here yeah, he does. but hey if you're having fun and, and and winning like he is why not keep it going
1: that was one of the other big things he told him he said as long as you're having fun that's what it's all about uh, keep enjoying it and uh and and Obviously, he is, and uh, they're enjoying a win here tonight, are the visitors. But uh, we enjoyed that conversation listening in on a couple of goaltending greats Uh, one active and one now a Hall of Famer in Mike Vernon. Uh, As for tonight, though, we'll close the book on another chapter of Calgary Flames hockey here as this homestand continues to roll along. The six game homestand has hit a bit of a speed bump, if you will, in the middle of it, and uh, it is now back to back losses after Vancouver Saturday. And now, Minnesota here tonight. Matt Boldy had three points, including a pair of goals. The difference maker. Flames, though, will look ahead as uh, they direct their attention to the Carolina Hurricanes. Thursday, December the 7th, stop number five on this homestand. They'll wrap it up on the weekend. Mike Vernon drop of the puck here on Hockey Hall of Fame night as the Flames fall 5-2. Thanks for watching Flames Post Game Live, brought to you by Original 16. We'll see you on Thursday night.